what, what are we talking about? It's last week's one that we never did. <laughs> we're not going to talk about house renovations this week. That's the plan. <laughs> well, we have to have a follow-up, though. How's that microphone? That's here. Um, you are down too low, and I'm down too low. Oh, how's yeah. that? Oh, oh, yeah, a lot. Down, 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 down. down, down, down. down. Yeah. yeah, about there. Perfect. Oh, okay, there we go. So, yeah. And it sounds good, too. Good. Yeah. Do you know what? I, th- I thought that those mics didn't sound quite right last no. week. Really? And I don't know whether it was just my ears not sounding so right, but this one, yeah. this, is, this is Old Faithful, isn't it? Yeah, this is Old Faithful. I've never found anything like it. <laughs> Seriously, but when you listen back, can't you? I, I, I can really tell the ones that we've done on your microphones. Uh, are, are these known as being the mutts? Or oh yeah, they're 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 as good as it gets. Yeah, we yeah. can tell. You can yeah. absolutely tell. And these are these are, those are performance mics. Right. So you know you, you're doing it, all those stage bands that get out there and they're doing yeah. that's the mic they use. Wow. So okay. it's that it's got a nice it, range, then. very durable. Don't worry, I'll never do a drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think every time uh, an artist does that, the, the sound guys just must be going. Oh. You absolute just tool. Broke the mic. <laughs> Obama who did the famous yeah. one, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is Potaholics time, and this is the We Will Fix It podcast with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai. And we have said we promise not to talk about moving, but we'll see about that. We're coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown in Dubai, the podcast studio. It's going to be an hour of DIY power with Colin. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost refreshing not to be talking about my own house renovation because it's, it's six days a week flat oh, out man. doing it at the moment. It's crazy. Yeah, well, we had a week off actually saying that. Um, we got delayed, which is my entire own <laughs> fault. So the main the main contractor that we're using, um, we just booked him solid on We Will Fix It work. And then he came to me and said, I'm really uh, sorry, but I'm going to have to delay your week. I'm like, how dare yeah, you? Yeah. He said, no, 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 it's all We Will Fix It. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> So isn't that a, that's a nice position to be in where it's, it's not just your own stuff, but it's the company stuff that's also taking up time. Yeah. Um, lots of, lots of exterior house repaint at the moment. The really? one that's really, uh, was um, it people moving or is it just weather or combination of everything? I think, but oh. we've, we, we don't, it's not something that we do a lot of on the oh, Yeah, I, didn't, I never thought you guys were painters. Well, no, we don't paint ourselves, but we work with this, yeah. this contract and we have done for over a decade. So he does all of that for us. Um, but we've just lined up five in a row, I think it was. Really? And just trying to, I actually had to talk to him about the health and safety for his guys, just purely in terms of hydration and hydration oh. salts, because one of his guys um, apparently fell over on site. Really? You really haven't got this worked out after the 15 years you've been operating yeah. here. So it was just so important. So I gave him our protocols. If you're working on a We Will Fix It job, you should be working to We Will Fix It standards. And so yeah. from now on, this is how you hydrate your staff. And these are the salts that we use. I am constantly amazed at how people forget about hydration and, you know, keeping the water bucket there, yep. making sure you got ice when you start off, having hydration salts and seeing the signs as that goes on. And, you know, urine's starting to turn pretty darn orange. Hey, yep. dude, you're dehydrated. It is, but then if you imagine for, in our case with AC techs that are on a roof, oh, that I, entire process can happen in under an hour. Yeah. So what we do now is a buddy system between, oh, okay. so we have um, technician and driver, both of whom have been trained on hydration processes. They have a Bakari sweat. We originally started with just a straight hydration salts that are a yeah. third of the price, but they couldn't <laughs> get them down. So they weren't mm. telling us that they weren't taking yeah. them, which is really frustrating. So we, we just 
spend out now on the Picari Sweat. It's actually not quite as good as a hydration salt, interestingly mm. enough. But they drink it, and they are, uh, you know, we can see they're yeah. taking the sachets, which works well. But again, that buddy system is critical. So if you've got, um, if they're working on a roof, they never work alone. It's a requirement that they we always have a second person up there as well. Mm. So it's got to be from a safety perspective. Temperatures are starting to go down, I'm noticing. You think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm using my dog run in the morning barometer. Ah, oh, that one. <laughs> See, this is interesting because uh, I don't think they are. I think no. we, we're still sitting in the mid 40s. Mm. But what's fascinating is um, that at the moment it doesn't feel as hot or... Um, I, well, know. maybe the humidity's cut a little well, bit. I think the humidity is cutting, but also uh, an interesting one on my phone when I was checking it the other day, which was it said that it was four degrees warmer than it had been the day before. And my dog walk barometer went, oh, this feels much better. <laughs> yeah. Because the extra heat meant that that humidity effect yeah. was much less. And yeah. it worked really well. I had a really nice walk. I was, it was great. Uh, yeah, there's a whole area. I mean, you're you're a, a poop and scooping kind of guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not even a question. Us as well. I carry, you know, a number of bags with me and, and you know the folks see me bending over to pick up the, yeah. the, the duty but I gotta say the number of people who don't because we're walking in an area and I, I see it and I'm going how is this possible I call out every single person in that situation yeah. and I have a roll with me I keep a, a full roll of um, five gallon bags and <laughs> Rolo Rolo's very different my current dog is very different to the last one which is it's not just a one hit he does a three hit <laughs> on a walk and, and twice a day <laughs> I'm like, for goodness sake. He's got dog. a good constitution, uh, that dog. You know, it, it is just very bizarre. But um, bless him, you know, he's um, he's likes to be unique. <laughs> and done it again. <laughs> so what's, uh, you, you've got painting is on the roll at, in the office. Anything else that is making the, the top hit list at the moment? It's just everything, everything. In fact, no, here's an interesting one. So yes, we're crazy on AC right now. But for some reason, we've gone ballistic on DIY which is early and ah. so at the moment we're, we're running for scheduled jobs almost like a week ahead which is terrible we want to be at two days maximum two days means that in effect we can plan it we can get all the parts ready if it's the same day yeah. mad scramble parts and it's almost like to the second to get the parts to the job so that uh -huh. everything can be done in, in one visit but at two days you're at that nice level which is um, so the, the detail comes on day one then at that stage, we'll do that initial request for the parts that are required. And then we'll normally pick it up the next day. Yeah. And therefore, it gets delivered back to the office and then delivered to the technician on the day required. So it's a really nice kind of setup from our yeah. perspective for non-urgent jobs. This yeah. But yeah, it's, the um, shelves, putting up the, yeah. the corkboard mirrors. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, that kind of stuff. The problem is when you get to a week, you're at the stage where it's like people are getting a little bit irritated at yeah. the weight. Yeah. And they will wait for us, which is lovely, and we do hugely appreciate it. But we understand that we are causing a frustration factor. Yeah. So, um, recruitment, you know, I've, I've actually, I've got a guy who was with me for years that we're just trying to see whether we can get back in the doors an additional quickly. Really? Yeah. The problem is, whenever you bring a DIY tech, if you imagine an AC tech, an AC tech has 
uh, an in incredible skill, but it is limited to the area. So we can test it really, really quickly. And we know that he will be good to go within a week or two. Yeah, you put out the board, you ask him some questions, show me how you do it. And then, well, no, we then do take them out on site okay. um, to test whether or not what you've just told me and what theoretically you know, you actually know. And very few get through that. Another one <laughs> failed yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, three days. And then finally on that failure, it's like, oh, no, please. So, but for DIY, if you imagine the breadth of knowledge that you need for yeah. what's going to get thrown at you uh, when you're on the job is much, much broader. Mm. So, therefore, it's critical that we, we've got them for a month or two, full, full on, like full on. That's a long time. Yeah, and then split them. So, we rotate them all the way around. So, they're with uh, uh, our lead, um, lead DIY guy first. Then once he's confident and he's happy, we then throw them around the team because they each have their different specialisms ah. to work out where their holes in knowledge are. And then we focus on that hole in knowledge to fill that before they go live. So it's, it's a really interesting process. But what it does mean is when we have a week's delay as we have right now, there's not a quick response unless mm -hmm. I can get somebody who's worked for me before that we're really confident in yeah. um, to, to come back. So there's a little bit of work that needs to be done. <laughs> I've had people calling me to get your number for shelves to be put up. Seems to this is a big shelf, shelving month. It's interesting. If you imagine right now, right now is when um, people move ready for the new school year. Yeah. And I did as well, as you know. We're not going there. <laughs> so, um, so what, but what normally happens in most other years is that the move occurs normally in exactly this period. So we are currently on week three or you know, week three, week three ish mm -hmm. of, um, of August. And so people want to move this kind of week and especially if they've come from, from abroad, uh, and then be ready for the school year. Yeah. Well, if you imagine because of COVID, everybody's been here <laughs> and been here earlier. Yeah. And on top of that, schools are starting uh, almost like four or five days earlier as well. Yeah. So that combination has meant we, we, we're not too sure what's happened here, whether it's a phase shift, in which case what we normally get in early September, we're getting now. Or alternatively, we're going to get that as well. If we get that, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so we're planning now, and part of the planning meetings that we do right now is, okay, well, how are we actually going to cope with that? Yeah. Um, because we can't go longer than a week. Yeah. I, I think my, my reading of the situation is we've got a, a, a segment of the UAE population who didn't go away. Yep. So they've had now all summer to be kind of looking around going, oh, you know what? It's time we did something with those mirrors. Yes. And then you've got that other group who, just as you described, they went away, they went home and they're coming back now and they're looking when they get home, they're going, yeah, we need to fix that up. So you got, I think you're going to be in the double wave. Thanks for that. I'm already in trouble. I, and I was just hoping for a bit of support. And instead, you threw me under the yeah, bus. Yeah, I, I, think, I think for sure you're just going to be pulling your hair out. Okay, well, when I get back from this, I've literally just come from one recruitment meeting. I'm going to go back to another one. And let's hope we can get something to stick in quickly. Do we have a 10 minutes with Colin today, by the way? I hadn't even thought of it, to be brutally honest. Um How's about, let's go through it, and then if something comes up that works for 10 minutes, but well, I'll quickly give you, give you a crazy wave. Let's do that one. You see that? Yeah, I'm, I see that That's when yeah, I've suddenly yeah. come up with something. Well, honey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, we'll post that one, that crazy wave up on uh, Insta in a minute, but let's, uh, let's because someone's going to be listening, they're going to be wondering what this crazy wave is. So what's that crazy wave look crazy like? crazy wave goes like that. There we go. <laughs> This is actually supposed to be a double, so two, two uh, sort of crazy hand waves, and then basically that, that means 10 minutes. All right, there we go. That's Work that one out. <laughs> 
Well, so we want to kick off with the the lingering questions that are still on the table because we have been talking about the move quite a bit, and it's actually good. It's a really nice collection of shows. It's been a lot though, hasn't it? It has. You know, it's, it has. it's been a, a, quite a a long winded tiring process and that's just for the listeners and, and we, we still have a little bit more to go but we'll we'll sort of pick that up as, as uh, without without diving into it how how did things go this week because you had the kitchen week, kitchen was supposed to be sorted yeah kitchen is pretty much sorted until we got to the oven and uh, for some reason we need a new oven the, the old one's perfectly fine james <laughs> I got ripped off last week, which I think was when I saw you. I'd just been ripped off by a guy who had come to clean the... uh, I asked him to come and clean my cooker. I had to go out. I came back, and I looked in the the main oven cavity, and it was spotless. I'm like, fantastic. That's great news. And bless him, um, he covered um, the rest, uh, because it was previously packaged, he covered the rest back up. Then I came to doing the the install, and I... So I took all the packaging off. He hadn't done anything apart from the, the, the double oven. I'm like, I, I paid and a lot of money. Oh, really? And, you so know, what, what, when you call in it, as well, when you call in these oh, these curious. cooker cleaning guys, what what are, what are we talking about here? What did you want them to do? I, I wanted him to clean so the the hob top, which uh-huh. is the top bit. Uh, I expect a pristine oven because yeah. at that stage it was quite clear that Her Majesty had decided that we were getting a new one. So on that basis, I need to get some good money out of this one to say the least. So employ a professional, get it pr- really properly cleaned out, so it should be looking good as new. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Okay, and I paid good as new money. Mm. But I did not skimp on this whatsoever, and he just did the 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 cavity itself. When you called the guy back, what was his what was his response? I've never had this issue before. I'm like, <laughs> you must be kidding me. You are joking. Uh, and he he just he was like, if you wanted that done, it would have been another 150 dirhams. I'm like, had you told me it was another 150 dirhams, I would have told you you were a rip off at the previous price. You're now even more so, and I'll I'll use my general guys, but because. I thought I was helping out a little British business and I'd been there myself before. Yeah, I yeah. decided that I would pay a little bit extra to try and support your business. Anyways, I'm an absolutely none of it. Couldn't believe it. So I, I panned him. I literally, um, I went on social media and uh, I, I was factual, which is critical in my view. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you rant and rave that you're angry, then at that stage, nobody has any information and all they think is this guy's been mental. Yeah. Well, if that's the situation, then you, you're not really going to get any any scenario. What I was hoping he would do would be to go, okay, so I'm getting feedback here that that is not an acceptable way to operate. So instead, I'll change my business model to, to cover so that I am fully cleaning the uh, the cookers that come so that you then get that positive satisfaction. Yeah. Something we talk about a huge amount, which is the when we leave, what is the takeout that our customers get? It should be better than when you came in. Yeah, and it should be solved. That's yeah. what they want. They want solved. They don't want to be left with an additional problem. Yeah. Well, if you knew that the top of my cooker was still filthy, why would you have left? Because you haven't solved anything. You've done yeah, a half yeah. job. Anyway, so um, Tiger King, as I now call him, long story to <laughs> that, uh, is is not budged one iota. So really? he got nailed. Mm. And um, I have no regrets over it whatsoever. If that's the, the service he wants to provide, yeah. then he won't be around very long. Things need to change for him, which is a shame because actually the work he did on the double oven was great, mm. but he was very, very expensive. And I had another, that's the other thing that's really got on my nerves. I had another outfit that previously had done a phenomenal job for me and obviously done the full job. 
and was significantly cheaper than his oven-only rate. So, so when when someone comes to clean your your stove, mm. what are they doing? Are we are we just talking polishing, or are they? No, no, no. Everything everything comes out of it. So including really? the uh, the bottom panels as well. All of those go into solution, so that everything comes out of it. Uh, all of the rails go into the solution as well. So it it does look like new when it's done properly. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, my hot top doesn't look like like new because I then had to clean it, and I'm not anywhere near a professional in these matters. So, yeah, quite frustrating. Anyway, now I've got to sell it. Electric cookers, can you imagine this? So this is something I just couldn't get my head around. So a gas cooker, like a 90, a range gas cooker, which has a gas oven as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it works really well. Okay, so those are half the price of a gas top with an electric oven. Really? The only difference, because also the gas ones, as it turns out, are fan-assisted as well. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's a convection oven then. Exactly. Everyone wants Uh, convection. Well, no, they're all convection these days, apart from the really really low-end ones, I think. And then the only difference is a heating element rather than a physical grill, Mm. okay, that that provides that heat source. Double. And we're talking 2,500 dirhams more, okay? That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Well, the old one's that, and the new one's that as well. And literally, I'm like, so I'm now going to try and sell my old one for more than the cost of a brand new full gas oven. And yeah. I'm just, I'm it doesn't like, make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I mean, Nat- Natalie Besser is, we've had the conversation numerous times. There is no logic to this. Then we have, you know, convection, fan, yeah. gas. It, it'll be fine. Absolutely not. I'm like, but this one works absolutely fine. So yeah, why, no. why do we need a new one? Well, it's a new kitchen, so we need it all sorted. Okay. Well, she wants the dream stove. I get that. uh, Yeah, but then she then throws it back the other way. Okay, I'll just stick with this one then. But then we have the tumbleweed, okay? (laughs) So when you got the tumbleweed... I'm, and I'm, I'm, vision, I'm envisioning that right now. It's, yes. it's, it's a Texas standoff and it's a... Exactly. But at that moment, what you do know is her position hasn't changed whatsoever. She hasn't acquiesced in any shape or form. No. Okay. So at this moment, I have a decision to make. Dig in the hills or run for the hills. Exactly. <laughs> but because the last bit of the kitchen is to actually fit that stove. Yeah. If I physically move it, even one inch... She knows. She knows what I've done. And I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> so yesterday, I went, um, I went online. And see, I, got, I got in trouble for this, James. I can't believe I got in trouble for this. So basically, because they are so ridiculously priced, there aren't actually all that many um, stoves in the ah, market, which okay. are gas top and the, the combination, yeah. I think they call them. Now, the other, uh, pause for just a yeah, second. The induction cooking tops. Have you, have you, uh, has, has Natalie taken a, oh, here my, we go. My mother swears by them. Yeah. I did for, I mean, she has since we were young because it's technology and halogen also, yeah, all, yeah. all that technology. Now, but they only work with certain types of, of pans and pots. There's a whole bunch that don't work well. The, well, no, are, are we talking the induction one? When you put your hand on it, there's no heat. Yes, I've seen those. No, that works no. with magnets. And she, so my mum had that previously, okay. but I don't think that's a standard that they use now. Okay. But what's interesting from my understanding is, even though they say you know, that the induction top is non-stick and anything, yeah. whenever you've seen one, they've always got those bone marks on them. <laughs> yes. Always got that. Yeah. So I'm actually agreeing with Natalie on that one, which is gas is the way forward okay. for the top. I'm cool with that. We're all good. However, because there are only like, in effect, there's three... Oh, sorry, there was one more thing, which was 
I think we've got about 40% more worktop space than we used to have. That's now, which incredible. Is great. Yeah, yeah, well, we, yeah. Yeah, we flattened, flattened out the whole kitchen island and whatever, yeah. so we, we can now use that as a breakfast table, which is great. Even at that point, it was critical to her that as per our much smaller last kitchen, that the it had the glass top that folds down uh-huh. on yeah. on top of it. Okay, so, gotcha. Right, okay, so basically, I got one of those and I never put it down. Yeah, well, well <laughs> Natalie does. I mean, that's the that's the done thing in our household. And if you leave okay. that up when there's shopping around, ooh, ooh. yeah. What so, a good idea, though, to put it down. I mean, I should actually do that. Yeah, and actually, it, I've got to say to her, it does work. It's a good shout. Yeah. However, she then had that as a, a stipulation. So I've gone from what, a hundred different cookers that are available online. I've gone now, oh, well, it has to be a gas-electric combo. So I'm now uh-huh. down at seven. Of those seven, there are two which have the glass top that goes down. All right. Properly. Okay? Well, actually, there's three. Do we know the brands? The ones, yes, I do. I know all the brands. There's three, actually. There are the Bosch. Ooh. There is the Siemens. Ooh. And there is the Hot Point. Uh, sorry, Hoover. Wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, Hoover. Vacuum cleaner, people. Exactly, that's done. That's, that's it's def- and it's also much cheaper, which is always a bit oh, of a worry. Yeah. And it looks the same. That freaks me out because mm-hmm. I think Dragon Mart at that point, and I'm like, no. <laughs> so they, we, they bought them a Dragon Mart. They just yeah, stenciled yeah. on Hoover. Yeah. <laughs> so we're down at two now. Yeah. Uh, we're down at two, and um, basically, there's one uh, which is the Bosch. And I looked at it and went, I recognise that. And the reason is we've already got it. <laughs> So I'm like, right, it looks like it's the Siemens then. So I get to the Siemens and I'm, I've got all of that. And I'm like, right, well, seeing as I'm getting royally ripped one anyway, I'm going to check online and work out the best deal that I can possibly find. Okay. Well, that takes time to be fair. Absolutely. It, it, you know, there was a good hour and a half yesterday. Yeah. Then the shout comes from, <laughs> you've been in that office for so long. What can you be doing? And I'm like, I'm ordering the stove. She's like, you already know which stove you're getting. <laughs> This should have been done in five minutes flat, and yet you're still there an hour later. So then I'm trying to justify the fact that because because of this scenario that I've got, I actually need to spend the time to make sure that we get the best deal. And, and she and Natalie's standing there with a baseball bat in her hand, right? She's doing her you know well, pacing. No, and what she did, and she this is blinding. If ever you're in a marital dispute, she actually know that. She said yes, but you know you're buying it from Ace Hardware, right? And basically, the Ace Hardware deal was brilliant, yeah. which was they're the only people that would throw in a five-year warranty with it free of charge. Really? Yeah, great deal. But at that stage... I didn't even know they sold stoves. Where, well, they, where are the, the stoves in the pit? I'll, I'll tell you how they do it, which is they are... Uh, Sheriff DG is part of the same group. So what it is is a rebrand of Sheriff DG, uh, but with a repackage. Sheriff okay. DG, you pay another eight, 900 dirhams in this instance to get the same warranty. Yeah. Or alternatively, with Ace Hardware which I'm sure is all the same systems, they are um, offering this deal. Okay. But obviously, I need to check the entire market to make sure there is not a better deal or a better price. Nothing at Dragon Mart. Like, I know we always... No, 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 no appliances, that kind of stuff. No, yeah. no large appliances. Because yeah. um, they have dentist chairs and stuff. And we all need a gen- dentist chair <laughs> after all, don't we? There is me thinking, where can I find a dentist chair and just solved it, James? <laughs> Congratulations. It's a, it's a big, like a stove. I mean, can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not using your chair. I brought my own. <laughs> Oh yes, of course. Uh, just let's um, let's just connect it up to the electrics. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, it'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Really, we could. And because you bought it from Dragon Mart, you basically get it get it up a third of the way, and suddenly it stops. Oh, I'm so sorry. Will this hurt too? <laughs> so you got told basically, you know, you're going to get it at Ace Hardware. So why have you yeah. wasted? You, you know, you could have had this done in four minutes. 
No, so an hour later, I found out that Ace Hardware was by far and away the best deal. So I've then got to buy it from Ace Hardware. And then she's like, so no, you, you've ordered it? Yes, yes. And you have ordered it from Ace Hardware, haven't you? Yes. At that point, <laughs> argument is lost. You see where the issue is here. Yeah. So, so it's done. The new one arrives, but I'm now going to sell the old one. So um, anyone out there that is looking for a ridiculously expensively priced second-hand combination cooker, I am your man. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You bet you're glad you asked about house <laughs> renovations, aren't you? We did say last week that we weren't going to do house <laughs> renovations, and this is the reason. It ends up as a rant. All right, so we have six questions that came in. Cool. And let's start with the sixth one. And then and then I, I actually have posted into the notes, the notes that you'd sent me a month ago. Yeah. With all these different tools explained. And I thought, you know, that's kind of a... There's a few expletives in there, so I'm going to have to be a little bit careful. Yeah. But I thought that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it gives it an idea what these different things do. So the, one of the questions that is being asked is, where might one find this blue insulation boarding stuff in the UAE? Yeah, so basically this is foam board that you yeah. normally use. Um, actually here, it's odd. It, it, it can be used as insulation, which is its primary method, but people actually think that it's a sound deadener as well. Huh. Where actually rock, rock wool works a lot better for that. Yeah. So then rock wool also works quite well as an insulation material as well. Mm. So we would normally use rock wool in that, in right. that situation. Um, again, the blue insulation board is widely available. And again, you need to go into deepest, darkest alcoves and okay. stop off at the um, at any of the various places there. It's building supply. Yeah, places. we use alcoves building materials as a normal one that we would use. Okay. But there are 150 equivalents that you can uh, you can get that from. It's not difficult. Um, Ace Hardware sell that stuff too? No. I mean, they, no. No. Because they sell wood. Yeah, they do, but again, it's it's, it's kind of domestic kind of niche, domestic yeah. wood. It's not it's not really like a a full on store. If you're building something like yeah. building something, you wouldn't go to Ace Hardware because you know they're, they're very very retail from that perspective. Walking by a new villa being built this morning, uh, they had their cement blocks, yeah, and they had foam cores. And I thought, oh, yeah, I thought that's really that's that's going to be nice for a little bit of insulation yes. and nice for sound deadening. Yeah. Um, again, let's just hope that they are fireproof, uh, which would be pretty important. Um, I wonder. Well, yeah, I wonder now after fascias and all that stuff that happened. Yeah. Well, it's still happening in effect. Um, so I would that would be my first. I would want to see the testing. Yeah. If not, I'll buy one block, a set fire to it, and see what happens next. Well, you know, that's the whole side of it, isn't it? What, you know, what has uh, has this product gone through the safety testing? Mm. And I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. They, they, hmm. We did an installation once, which was um, fascinating. In the very early days of um, of Jim will fix it, where we needed sign off for um, fire safety, yeah. and the oddest scenario happened, which was we understood that the regulation at that time it was basically uh, an art installation, which we had installed with MDF, and the the whole kind of backing and structure was mm. wood as well. So we were quite worried about it uh, at the time. And the fire inspector came along and said, no, 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 good news, it's absolutely fine. I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, what you've done is you've left the, the tops open above the main boards. Yeah. So in effect, if a fire comes through, you can see it. So that is considered <laughs> compliant. Oh, no. Stood there in kind of disbelief. Right? He's like, yeah, you got sprinklers. <laughs> Really? So that's how it works. So that's fireproofing for you. Well, it isn't, but that is fire regulations for you. So they are kind of different things, aren't they, that you, yeah. you need to be aware of. Mm. Well, I thought it was interesting. So there we go. So, okay. So you can get this blue insulation. I wonder what they want to use it for. They didn't indicate what they want this blue insulation board stuff for. 
Yeah, I mean, again, normally that it's a it's an excellent insulator. Yeah, I guess on the so, roof would be nice. Well, then Underneath. you'd use if you're going to do that, it's best to use a sandwich panel. Um, oh, okay. So again, that's the standard now for industrial mm. buildings. We got our roof, our landlord, finally three years ago, uh, replaced it from just a standard corrugated roof that we were dying in, and the amount of AC that we needed to get that sorted. He replaced the entire roof with sandwich board, and it's night and day better. Oh. I mean, just amazing, and it goes on so quick. It it was less than a day to do an entire roof of a wow. warehouse. Yeah, it's amazing. So I guess it pays for itself then too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No brainer, without a doubt. Hmm. Okay. Where, oh, here you go. Where do you buy a doggy door or what other critters? Oh, and what other critters might come in from a doggy door? You have a doggy door, don't you? No. No. Did you ever? No. Dan does. Oh, Dan does. Yes. Okay. Uh, so there, um, Dubai Pet Food is a good one. Um, they have one. And also the one that Dan's got is very, very clever. Each of his animals gets microchipped. And uh, no, it's like a net on their yeah, neck, yeah. like an attachment okay, to like their, on their leash. Yeah. On or the, the, the collar. On the collar, exactly. Yeah. And what happens in Dan's world is he's got a few of his cats that are quite full on in the neighborhood let's put it that way yeah. and but there are some other cats that are quite full on as well and what dan sees which is hilarious is his cats having obviously created a bit of a ruckus outside suddenly come screaming through the cat door at the speed of light with another cat <laughs> following them which then goes smack straight into the door not hurt before we get some worried people yeah. not hurt but because they doesn't have the code they can't get in and that's nice. how they they avoid the problems of strays um getting into their home well i always imagine someone having you know a, a pet door and they don't have that microchipping system yeah. you, you come home and you got a whole family of pets living absolutely I've, i mean i've heard that numerous times <laughs> but the other thing just to bear in mind is the installation there well that's your that's your diy team right no because oh, it's, oh, it's glass oh, normally it's oh. normally glass so if it was aluminium yes of course we can do that easy no problem um but they're not normally normally they are a um, a sealed double glazing panel. Now, the best way of doing this, actually, is to remove the entire panel. So get a glazier to remove the entire panel and build you another one, a, a single oh, okay. glazed uh, version of it. Ideally, uh, temp, well, no, ideally, must be tempered, critical, yeah. um, with that cutout. So you need to cut out first before it's tempered. They'll know all of this. And then on the installation, away you go. When you finally move out, all you need to do is to remove the beading around that panel, take that one out, and you've already got, assuming you haven't smashed it, you've yeah. already got the original double glazing panel to go straight Easy. back in. And that is the, the, the most efficient way of doing it. And these things are widely available here, or oh yeah, yeah. I mean those dog uh, those doggy doors are legendary. Oh, cool. Yeah, cupboard hinges keep loosening off, so I don't know if they're talking. I I assume they're talking about the screws that you put into the wood in the cupboard that has yes. that hinge system on them, and a lot of press board and those kind of cupboards are used and after you know a couple thousand opens and closes and don't forget the kids slamming them yep. i guess they loosen off so a couple of different scenarios here if it is one of the screws within the mechanism itself so not the ones going into the cupboard or the door uh, then for those the bodge which actually does work it's, it's less bodge than normal this is ptfe tape which is the plumbing tape you know the yeah, white, yeah. white plumbing yeah. tape throw that on the threads for a couple of times it'll just tighten it enough to stop that unlo uh, unloosening from the vibration um if you've got a thread lock which is a standard thing obviously in my house i've got three different versions because i need to get out more so what's what's but, um, what's thread lock thread lock is uh, basically a liquid yeah. that you literally you put one line straight the way down the threads uh -huh. turn it in and then there's three different types uh. there is light medium and that screw's never moving. <laughs> 
So <laughs> like that one. Yeah. That screw's never moving. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's quite scary. If I get really angry, I use that one. <laughs> but uh, I try not to use it just in case. So the well, couldn't someone just put put a little bit of white glue on their their screws then? Uh, yeah, but again, you'll never get it, it out. Well, no, the PVA PVA tends to okay. be quite malleable, so yeah, it probably would work. Um, but I kind of like the PTFE route because it doesn't actually stop you taking it out at all. Um, but with PVA, it's a bit variable because if um, you know if you get really good adhesion with it and you've got really good quality PVA, if you bought like Bostic or something like yeah. that, that ilk, Bossil as well, then um, you, you may well not be able to get it out. If you've bought cheap, nasty stuff, then it will come out anyway. So there's that variability, I think. Yeah. There. But if you've got it at home, yeah, worth a try. Is there a brand name for this stuff? Like, what do, what do folks look for at the... Uh, wood glue. Wood Just glue. Standard, okay. standard wood glue is PVA glue. Uh, okay. glue same stuff. I, I mean, I always marvel at the, the glue rack at Ace. Yes. Because there's... It's, it's, you know, five meters long. Yeah. Two meters high. Yeah, I mean, when you then throw in like um, uh, hot guns as well and all that kind of stuff, yeah. it's um, there's, there's quite a variation. There. You, ever, you ever go hang out in Creative Minds at all with all the crafting things that are there? That place messes with my mind. <laughs> but do you know my main issue with Creative Minds? My main issue with Creative Minds is... <laughs> messes with your mind. Well, no, I'll tell you why. Creative Minds on, on Sakim Street yeah, here, yeah. have you noticed that there's like 12 of them? <laughs> yes. Right, but none of them say what's different about them compared to the other one. Yeah. Right, so it's not as though they could, they've compartmentalized and you go to a particular shop. So how do I know which of those 12 I'm going to go to? They don't. They want me to go from shop to shop yes. to shop. Right, I'm done. That is it. it I'm not stepping it, foot in this place. It's going to mess with my mind. Inevitably, you park at one and you've got to walk a kilometer because if you want to remove your car... One way. Exactly, James, you see. You, you, honestly, I can't believe you got sucking into that one. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. Even those things you can only get from crazy minds. But they do have a good online presence, to be fair. Yeah. But their online doesn't tell you which of their shops to go to either. <laughs> No. So um, we'll focus on deliveries from now on, I think. I, I was over there looking at, because I've always, and it was funny, because I was there the other day, my wife was getting some some stuff for a project. That's what you get from Creative Minds. What, what do you buy from Creative Minds? Oh, stuff. Oh, we get some stuff. Yeah. And they have all the stuff. In fact, you know, there was a jewelry making section, and it had a, a set of needle nose pliers with two heads on it. Needle nose pliers with two. So you could have. Oh wow! Yes, I've got. And you. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. that is cool. I, and I, I, yeah, I looked at. It cool. and I said, I, I need a pair of those. I don't know what for because I've never needed them yet. But you should have sent me a picture. You know, you could solder pieces. You've got it held. Yeah. It's not a. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I was there, and since forever, I've wanted to do my own mosaics. Nice. And they have mosaic things. All the tools there. I've done that. And they have a mosaic cutter. Yeah, well, a normal tile cutter will work for that as well. They also have the machine that's 8,546 durhams that will cut. It'll take, you know, big tiles and you can reduce them to small. I've done that with a standard tile cutter, that <laughs> entire go. process. Oh, uh, actually, to create a chessboard when I was, oh, nice. when I was about 16, 17. And um, basically, you know, the standard tile, so uh, like the proper tile um, tile cutters that basically yeah. have uh, two bars with a, uh, a roller that will run down those bars. Yeah. Well, and then basically in the opposite direction, you can, from the, the line that you've created with the, it's supposed to be a diamond tip, but I bet these yeah. days they've cost reduced. It's like that these days. Um, then, uh, and then the idea is that you then um, have a, a little, um, like a, a pointer, yeah, yeah. I guess, or yeah. that goes on the underside and then you can crack it the other yeah. way. Well, if you think about that, that process, you can create mosaics. All you do is just do it in yeah. a 90 degree angle, which is exactly what I did. So where's the eight and a half thousand coming from? Because I, I can do it for know. 160 dirhams. Crazy, crazy price. It's a oh cool looking God. machine though. 
But there's people, <laughs> and there's people that will go exactly that way, which is oh, because they they probably don't have that that they do knowledge. Have, they do have the cutters there though, and that was the other side. Like they did have the manual cutter. They was you know a little, like a piece of pl- pliers with a blade on them. So just ex- oh yeah, the pliers. Are the, oh no, I struggle with those. Like freehand. Yeah, yeah. Nah, disastrous. Absolutely yeah. disastrous. My dad had those, and we never cut one towel properly, <laughs> which is actually why I bought him. In fact, I've, these days, I bet he's still got my towel cutter, which I was using. I bought it for that project, and then it was so good. I was like, Dad, watch this. He's yeah. like, oh, little score it, yeah, little yeah, thing, yeah. then. Yeah, and I only needed it for, what's that, 64 60, cuts in yeah, effect. Now done. done. There you go, Dad, done. See, so, that's, that's a, a trade that, I mean, we got a lot of towel setters here and a lot of towel setters here are pretty bad, but that, what, a, what a great trade if you're good at it. We've, we've got a really good one working. Uh, we're not going to talk about it too much, yeah. but um, we've got a really good one working for us right now. He's bang on. Literally, when he did the kitchen, it, it, that was difficult, yeah. difficult, difficult, and he made it look easy. And that's the thing with a good um, tiler. Yeah. They make really difficult stuff look easy. You know, yeah. we gave him we gave him these granite blocks, you know, fifteen mil granite blocks, and uh, he went through a lot of blades. But he got there and he made it look like a standard ceramic tile when he was working with there it. Which is just just great. Everyone loves a tile setter. Yeah. Uh, another question: Toilet won't stop running. So I wonder if this is just the water on the fill tank. Uh, almost certainly it is. Uh, that one w- is normally down to there is a, a, a plastic seal that sits at the bottom of the tank, which is in effect lifted up by the flush mechanism yeah, at the yeah, moment when yeah. you press it. It usually is just attached on a hinge or a chain. I've seen some on chains. That's the old school one. That's yeah. really old school. Um, these <laughs> days, you know very few. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but very few that are like that. Ah. Uh, these days, it's just an integrated mechanism. Actually, a two piece. So you have one which is the filler, yeah. uh, the water filler, and one which is the physical flush. So if it goes, it's gone. Uh, Well, here's the bodge that we would (laughs) never do on this, but this is what, if you have a a maintenance team that come that are hanging around on your property and they don't want to, the landlord doesn't want to spend any money, he's sending his own guys. What they do is the following. They basically lift it up so so they can get to both sides of it. They grab Vaseline and they Vaseline around it as much as they can. That's only good for a week maybe, if that. Doesn't normally get that long. However, the guys have long gone (laughs) and the landlord has claimed he's fixed it and now it's down yeah. to you nasty so no those uh, what happens is here with the heat of the uh, the water as we all know cold water is red hot it's like vesuvius yeah. right now isn't yeah. it so what happens is that that hot water uh, on the plastic and it is just like a plastic or rubber yeah. seal usually plastic these days um it just makes it brittle so okay. it no longer has that that ability to seal properly and it's gone so interestingly enough we found a supplier like nine years ago i think and i I know that because we fitted it in my own place because we couldn't believe that it was really good value um for the part and it just we've had i think we must fit what 30 a week probably really yeah and we i think in the nine years i've had one failure that's incredible just incredible yeah yeah it's really really sensibly priced part as well so Okay. Very good brand easy. that we work with. That's oh, an us. easy one. Yeah. Nice. Nice and easy. Rubber around, around the windows, or is it replaceable? Oh, ah, you know, I see a lot of places like that where yeah. double glazed and, you know, after 25, 30 years. Well, here's the classic. Look, look closely because there's certain developments in um, 
in Dubai, uh, we won't name any, any the villa, that um, they, instead of using the seal, they use black silicon. Oh, no. Yeah, and you have to look carefully at it for that, but it's just literally black silicon inside and out. So if you've got a failure, check whether or not you ever had a seal. If you did have a seal, again, here, they would struggle in this kind of environment. Technically, they are replaceable. Um, but usually okay. they, they, they sit in a uh, like, like a, a groove. Mm. So you need to get the same um, okay. the same profile, that's what yeah. I'm looking for, same profile really for going back in. So you need to be able to cut out just a little bit first. Don't take the whole thing out, just cut a tiny little bit first. Take it with you. So for that profile, away you go. Interesting enough, I had a quick look online at this to see whether or not those profiles were widely available. Instead, what seems to be the norm is uh, on, and again, I, I was looking on Amazon for this, is self-adhesive. Ooh. No. No, don't go there. So again, in general, we talked about <laughs> dra- draft excluders before. Yeah. And the problem, again, in this environment is with the heat, they just mm. don't last. Mm. If it's a window that you just want to close and leave it closed, absolutely fine. But if you want something that's a regular opening and closing window, then at that stage, you, you, you can't really use self-adhesive. It won't last mm. a, a season. Is this one of those uh, situations where you probably get a glazier in, someone who puts windows in and just say, hey. Yeah, I definitely would. The problem is trying to get a glazier to your place when you, you haven't got a smash window or a window that needs replacement if you just ask for seals here they won't say to you i'm really sorry man but that that job just isn't big enough to be worth my while or i've got to charge you a horrendous amount to get it done instead they'll say yes i'll i'll see you in charlotte and then at that point you kind of (laughs) know you know they're never coming yeah so what do you do then i mean like take a little piece and see if you can find it but otherwise i'll be i mean suffer through i would if it was me in the way we would do it I would uh, literally chop off that sample, go down to uh, Satwa. The Satwa, um, I call it the U-Bend, but it's basically the the two roads around the bus station and with the mosque there. There are loads of glaziers, absolutely loads. I would take it around there with my little sample and then buy direct from them. If it was me... I'd probably get my boys to fit it. I won't feel confident enough with, um, uh, with actually, would I? Yes, no, I would do that myself. So um, I, would, uh, I, would, I would attempt that one. If people weren't confident, then a DIY team should be able to deal with that. Mm. Uh, how to install a good doorstop. And I wonder if this is our bathroom person again. I wonder if they're trying to get a doorstop in the bathroom. Well, here's in- an interesting one. I, the new place I've just moved into has um, bar- uh, doorstops everywhere. But what we found is, so the traditional doorstop that's used in Dubai, there's two different types. There is either the pure, thick, rubber right, yep. doorstop that's there with a hole straight that went yep. down the middle that normally will have like a metal shaft on it to give it a little bit more strength. Yeah, Nothing wrong with those at all. They just look a little bit ugly. But um, those are fine. That's what I've got inside. And for some reason, all of the screws are backed out Ooh. like a long way. Oh. So I thought about screwing them all back in again. And then I thought, Okay, so as they've come out and the doors hit it, it has to have bent the uh, the screw, which is the other reason yeah. why they probably haven't gone back in. But I haven't got around to it yet. But I know I've got the screws, so I just need to basically find where everything is now. Yeah. And um, I'll just redo those screws, and that's fine for inside. Uh, again, I may well use a spring washer on those as well, so that, that way it's got that extra tension to ah, stop it backing okay. out again, because I know it's done it once already. Yeah. So um, a spring washer in there is a good way of doing it. Um, and away we go for that outdoors at my place i have the um 
the metal versions. Now, the metal versions tend to have... It's kind of like a U-shaped thing, right? With metal and then it's got a piece of rubber. Absolutely, yeah. But those are quite clever and they're a better setup because what they have is a metal pin Ah, underneath. So you drill two holes, not one. You drill the main hole, which is the central hole on the hole, on the hole, um, for for uh, the screw to go in that actually holds it. And then there's a locator pin normally behind that. So oh, as okay. it gets whacked, you've got that natural motion yeah. that, that, that kind of throws it off. But that is literally holding it in place, and they work really well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. See, we got all six questions done. We talked a little bit about moving. We've talked about insulation. We've talked about stoves. And I, th- I think I sounded semi-competent there, which yeah, is very unusual. Don't know what's sounded, going on. I think you sounded awesome, which means we can hold over our tools explained till our next meeting. Sounds great. And, which means it's time to give a wrap to everyone's favorite DIY show, the We Will Fix a podcast with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai. You want to get in touch with us? Really simple. Podholics with a K at gmail.com. Podholics with a K across all the socials. And I don't know how you're listening to us, but you're on some feed. Let us know what you think. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions, email them through podholics with a K, gmail.com, and we'll get them to Colin. It's that simple. Talk to you again soon. You're listening to Podaholics. Podaholics.